Hello and welcome to the GP Excellence podcast series for PCN development, brought to you by the Greater Manchester Primary Care Provider Board. I'm Dr Tom Tasker, GP, Chair of the Greater Manchester Medical Executive, and I'm joined by Dr Sarah Taylor, GP Lead for Greater Manchester Cancer. Today we are going to be talking about FIT, the Fecal Immunochemical Test. It's an important part of the colorectal cancer pathway and is also used in bowel screening. We'll discuss all aspects of the test from the basics of what it is, how it's used and how we can support patients who will need it. Sarah, welcome. Our first question, what is FIT? So FIT's the faecal immunochemical test, which replaced the faecal occult blood test a few years ago. It's a much better test because it has higher sensitivity and higher specificity, so it's more accurate. And it's also much better for patients because they only need to produce one sample. So the FOB, they had to produce two samples, which could meant that they had to have the samples lying around for a few days, which they didn't like, understandably. Fit is one sample, so it's actually more satisfactory for patients. Thank you. That's a great explanation, Sarah. So tell me, how is it used in patients with high-risk symptoms of low GI cancer? So for the patients with high-risk symptoms, so things like patients over 60 with diarrhoea, abdominal pain, weight loss, all the patients that you know that you're going to make a suspected cancer referral, what we'd like primary care professionals to do is to request the FIT test at the time that they send the referral. We don't want them to wait for the test result before they make the referral. We want them to make the referral and request the test on the same day. The reason for doing that is that if the FIT is positive, the patient is going to need a colonoscopy and the higher the level of the FIT, the more important the colonoscopy is. If the FIT is negative, the patient still needs investigating, but they might not need to have a a colonoscopy. And through the pandemic, the colonoscopy waiting lists grew very long and we really need to be able to prioritise patients as quickly as possible to the correct test. Okay, that's a really useful explanation of high-risk patients. But what about those with low-risk symptoms of uh, lower GI cancer? For patients over 50 with unexplained abdominal pain or weight loss, patients over 60 with anemia, uh, which isn't iron deficient, or patients 60 or less with altered bowel habit or iron deficiency anemia. So those patients that were put into the guidelines as lower risk patients, the FIT is a really useful test for primary care professionals to do to decide whether they actually may need to make a referral. Because if the FIT test is negative, because the patient has fairly low risk symptoms for bowel cancer, a negative FIT is very reassuring. So in those patients, we should be requesting the FIT and then waiting for the result and referring if we feel that they're symptoms have worsened but in a lot of those patients actually a negative fit is reassuring and the patient then doesn't need a referral. Okay that's really interesting in terms of how we use the fit in symptomatic patients presenting to us in general practice but I think it's also used in screening could you explain a bit about its use in screening to me please? Yeah I think it's really important that people understand the difference between the fit used in bowel screening and in symptomatic patients 
in it's the same test so it's one sample for everybody but for the bowel screening patients they use a cutoff of 120 for the symptomatic patients you use a cutoff of 10 so actually a patient who's got negative bowel screening could still have a level of 100 which is quite high and needs to, to be referred so like lots of screening tests it's not useful in symptomatic patients so if you see a patient who has had a negative bowel screening but has significant symptoms you should still carry on and do the symptomatic test regardless of how recently the bowel screening was. So thinking about things from a, a more practical point of view as a, as a GP or somebody who's making the referral how can we support patients to return the samples? I think the most important thing is to make sure that we get patients to use the correct sample tube. They're very specific pickers, they're called, which um, you use to collect the sample. And if the correct tube isn't used, then the sample can't be processed. There are very clear guidelines that can be given to the patients on how to collect the test because they, to put it very bluntly, they don't need too much poo on the stick. And if there is too much, they can't actually process it within the lab. The other thing that's become quite a big issue, and um, the local labs have told me that up to 10% of the tests are are actually rejected is that these a lot of the time the samples aren't labeled correctly so I think it's really useful if the primary care professional can label the sample before when they give it to the patient because otherwise patients don't necessarily know quite how to label things people are labeling the bags rather than the containers and therefore the samples aren't being processed There's a lot of uh, literature to support patients in how to do the tests, which is quite useful because I think people worry about that. Uh, And we've also now got some text installed on Accurex for those those practices that use that, where you can actually text the patient on the day that you see them and ask them to do the test and remind them to do it. And then you can schedule an automatic reminder text three days later just to say, they still think this is really important, have you done it? Could, if you haven't, please, could you do it? So I think it's really important that we get we use the right containers, we get patients to label them properly and that we support them and remind them to do it. Yeah, that's one of the things we've seen in our own practice that um, patients don't always like the idea of doing it or understand the importance of. So I think, you know, the referrer's got a key part to play. But absolutely, if there's guidance there to support the patients, that's going to help with their compliance in, in summing up, Sarah, you've given a really helpful overview of the FIT test, when it's used, what we need to do in order to ensure compliance and that the tests are processed effectively. But what are the three key points you'd like our listeners to take away from today's discussion, please? I think it's really important that people remember that the levels of FIT for, used in screening are different from the levels used for symptomatic FIT and you're therefore not reassured by a negative screening FIT. I think it's really important that we remember to send the FIT test with every lower GI cancer referral because that helps direct the patient to the most appropriate test within secondary care. And I think it's really important that we make sure that patients are using the correct sample containers and that they're appropriately labelled. Great. Thanks very much, Sarah. Sarah, That was really, really helpful. And we do appreciate your expertise. My thanks to Dr. Sarah Taylor for sharing her expertise, and we hope you found it extremely useful. You can also find links about the topic on the episode page. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to this series for free 
so that you don't miss an episode and do tell your colleagues so they don't miss one either. If you missed our episode about improving customer service in your practice, you can go back and listen. Until the next time, thank you and goodbye.